I always found that leading with taxes and adding value first gave me the right to discuss any deal I was raising capital for. Taxes are a hot button with all of my potential investors and to have an understanding of your deal and their taxes is crucial. Now, I want to caution everyone watching this today. You have to know what you're talking about. You cannot dabble in the strategies that I'm about to discuss. It does take some work or in the beginning, you could partner with someone that knows what they're talking about. Let me give you a quick example on how taxes work in deals. I was presented a deal personally uh, that had to do with pre-IPO and startup companies. Now, after examining the paperwork and the potential for uh, the investment, I found out that it was going to qualify for the qualified small business stock. Yet the promoter was encouraging people to invest with their IRA. Now, on the surface, that doesn't sound bad because as we'll discuss, there's a lot of money tied up in retirement accounts. But in this particular case, not knowing or at least not leading with the fact that qualified small business stock could potentially avoid all capital gains was a misstep by the promoter. This investment was showing a 9 to 12x return over the life of the investment. And if I had put that inside my IRA, sure, I might have 10 times my money, but it's still going to be subject to income tax when I start drawing it out, where if properly structured, you could make this potential 10x return and not have to pay any tax on it whatsoever. So again, I'm going to go back to what I said in the beginning, leading with taxes and understanding on how the investor's tax situation is going to be affected by the investment that I'm presenting always then gives me the right to discuss the deal in the context of that in investor. So, you know, having a basic understanding of how your potential investment will affect the investor from a tax standpoint will give you put you miles ahead of other folks. Knowing how to improve your investor's tax situation will put you into a league of your own. Now, why are taxes so important? Let's just start with this quick exercise that I put together of doubling a penny every day for a month. So if you double a penny every day for 30 days, here's how that money will grow over time. And this is crucially important that you understand the, the, the mechanics of this because we're talking about long-term investing inside retirement accounts. So if you double a penny, first couple of days, it's pretty boring. A penny turns into two, turns into four. But fast forward to 15, 16, 17 days, you've got $1,000, it grows to 2.6, 10,000 grows to 20, 300,000 grows to 600. At the end of 30 days, you have 5.3 million dollars sitting in that account. Now, let's just say that you have to pay tax on that at 28%. So again, 30 days, a penny doubling, it's worth 5.3 million. If I just take a 28% tax at the end of that same 30 days, your total investment amount is $67,000. Now, I'm going to let that sink in just for a second. Millions and millions of dollars is now only worth $67,000. That's how important taxes are. So if you meet an investor and you start talking about a 12 IRR, a 15 IRR, a 20 IRR, and you don't understand the impact of taxes and how that investor might be thinking, you're absolutely missing the boat. 
So over that period of time, with and without the taxes, there's $5.3 million lost. Now, does your 12% versus 14% versus 16%, does it matter when the vast majority of the expense went to taxes? I would argue that it absolutely does not. So what I do when I meet with investors is I start to get them thinking this way and really to understand the philosophy. You've got to understand how each investment could be taxed and the different structures that go into play. And really, when you boil it down, there's only three different ways that investments are taxed. And I use the analogy of buckets. And I'm going to take you through this very brief presentation I use with all of my investors, just so we can orientate on how their money is being taxed and then how I can improve that situation. So really, the first bucket when you're investing money is what I call the taxable bucket or you know, the current taxation bucket. And really this is where most people have their checking and savings, their non-qualified investments, any collectibles, you know, anything that's gonna be taxed on an annual basis. So the main characteristic of this bucket is that you're gonna pay ordinary income and every year you're gonna get a K-1, a 1099. And you have to ask yourself, okay, is my investment that I'm showing, is this something that every year is going to kick out a 1099. And what we tell folks is this is a very good place to keep your liquidity, your emergency funds, if you have a known upcoming expense, but it becomes inefficient for certain types of long-term investments. Now, a lot of people uh, who are watching this today probably are more so in the retirement uh, arena. And really that's what I call bucket two or the tax deferred bucket. This is where the vast majority of investors have, you know, investable cash. So to become you know, an expert in this field would really uh, add value to you and, and your career, really. Now, when it comes to this tax deferred bucket, I also tell people it's, it's I call it the tax postponed bucket, because even though those taxes are deferred, like even that double a penny, if that, that $5 million was just deferred, you still owe tax on it someday. And not only is the tax postponed, but the calculation of the taxes postponed means unknown. We do not know the rate that this these funds are going to be taxed at in the future. And that's, you know, that uncertainty has a cost to it, right? So now this is where most people, this is your IRA, your SEP, your 401k, your 403b. But the main characteristic of this is that it's growing tax deferred. Someday you're going to pay the tax. And eventually, if you don't pull money out in retirement, you're going to have what's called the required minimum distribution, which is really just the government forcing you to take money out so you could pay taxes. Now, the best place for me, in my opinion, that people can invest for long-term is what I call the tax advantage bucket. But here's the problem, and here's where becoming that specialist comes into play. There's always some barrier. There's always some restriction. To listen to this full panel, join the Family Office Club by visiting familyoffices.com. We look forward to seeing you at our next live event. 